millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to a new old order. I am Chancellor Zane C. Webber of the National Council of Zane, Zane Australia. That's how this goes. It's been a while, so let's talk about that for a bit. But before we do, uh, I'll, I'll introduce the uh, the other heads of state here at the table. Yeah, I'm your people's champion, your one in 200, your man on the street, and the man who will not die, Sebastian of the United States of Sub-America. I can't wait for that glorious day. <laughs> See, it sounds it sounds very robust and and grand and everything, but there's absolutely no passion with anything you're saying. You're just I'm reading s- lines off paper. I'm so tired right now. I'll get there. You'll see when I when we go to sign off, I'll just blow you all away. <laughs> and I, of course, am Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the Great Confederacy of Andropolia. Wonderful. That just rolls off the tongue. So. <laughs> So we've been away for a few weeks, gentlemen, and I claim all responsibility. Uh, I've had several other projects and my computer broke and you've been very, very accommodating in in me postponing <laughs> recording. Can I part, just part the curtain for a second? Uh, I if, love if nights off. As bad as I felt about there not being any like concurrent like uploads going up. You know, my family life increased because I was actually seeing my wife and my dogs more. Uh, so, like, things were running smooth. If anything, this is a step down being in the studio. So, What can you possibly get from your wife and other members of your family that you don't already get from this council? Unconditional love. Mm. Lies. Trust. It's true. My, my love does have a lot of conditions. <laughs> so many conditions. <laughs> and my dogs. Definitely unconditional love. Ah, very good. Yeah. yeah. And I, I promise you I will never slobber on you. <laughs> they don't Not do that once. to me. Sometimes they do. Oh, okay, okay, they have done it before. That's but the- right. Dogs are the dogs worst. are what? Well, no, <laughs> not the stance that any of us should be taking. No, especially that's true. me. I've got I've got an image to maintain with all my dogs. All right, I well, have no image. I'll do it for a treat. <laughs> yeah. Well, Zane Australia left in the middle of a quadrilogy of science. <laughs> it's a cliffhanger on a cliffhanger. Yes. So I think I would like to start start us off. Back into the quadrilogy. Can I interrupt you for like a minute? Sure. You've all watched classic Doctor Who, like the original series? Mm, yes. Yes. Yeah. It's fine. It's slow. But the one thing that would piss me off about that is every story would be broken into four to five parts. And because it was weekly television, they felt the need to end on a cliffhanger. And because they were shorter episodes, it's literally every 20 minutes the Doctor is like, oh, God, this is happening. How will we get out of this? And then you know what? He'll fix it in the first 30 seconds of the next episode. This has been five times a story arc. Mm. Didn't make for great 
dramatic television for me. So I'm very interested in your prolonged trilogy of so quadrilogy of science. Yeah. But I'm going to let you know. It was an unintentional cliffhanger. I will say that. So it was. Oh, no, planned. I'm just speaking from the heart. You've re- you've lost me. This is your time to regain me. Okay. Well, just, let's just like Doctor Who. I'm sure all the pleasure is in watching him fix it. <laughs> no, knowing that he is going to does not take away from the journey at all. Legit. Oh no, <laughs> the Daleks are coming. Fine. What will we do Whatever. next episode? Turns slightly to the right, hits the door button, shuts the door. Well, I guess ah, yes. that's good now. But he does it with that charismatic smile. And, nope. <laughs> and, and, and a quip. And you really want to hear that quip. Well, Sir America, <laughs> how do you feel about dinosaurs? We, we love dinosaurs in Sir America. Good. A group of religious fanatics have broken into the Zanestralia City Natural History Museum. This is not. Criminals. I was hoping for a Jurassic Park sort of thing here. And when destroyed I a 75 million year old Gorgosaurus <laughs> skeleton. A Gorgosaurus? They don't have any Andropolian heritage, do they? I don't believe so. Oh, I'm just going to Google if a Gorgosaurus actually was a thing. <laughs> it might it, not be a thing. I've never heard of that the one. The only before. one of its kind in Zanestralia. Well, criminal. Those maniacs! They blew it all up, damn them, Wales Dr. Alana Grant, pop paleontologist and author of the dubiously researched Tyrannosaurs of the Jurassic, falling to her knees in horror. Skeletons like this one provide rare and valuable insight into the history of life on our planet. We must do everything we can to stop these fools from destroying important scientific artifacts. Fortify and defend our museums by violent means, if necessary. I'm on board so far. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I love dinosaurs. Um, a Gorgosaurus was a real dinosaur. Ah, wonderful. What does it look like? It looks like a, ty- like a slightly smaller Tyrannosaurus Rex. Ah. Like it's a bit skinnier. Okay. Like if you were across a T-Rex and a Raptor from the Jurassic Park series, you get in between there. Um, they all look the same. They do, but this looks a bit skinnier <laughs> than like the T-Rex we get from those movies. Um, it's from the late Cretaceous period, around 76.6 to 75.1 million years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, lived in the Western North America. So, I mean, if you're trying to place where you might be in the world, oh, who knows? No, these are recovered fossils. He doesn't yeah. have to. Well, these aren't be, an Australian you can, thing, you, though. You can transport fossils. Well, I'm you pretty, shouldn't. pretty sure Sue, <laughs> who's very famously in Chicago, wasn't found in Chicago. Sue? Sue, the Tyrannosaurus rex, that ah. fossil that's in Chicago. I thought they found it right then and there. Like They, I, they, 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 found, they found the skeleton they, they stuff. They built the building <laughs> and it just appeared yeah. overnight. Well, no, they, they saw the T-Rex <laughs> skeleton like we should build, build a museum around it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's why museums are always in the most inconvenient places. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so I guess every armed guard gets an AK-47 in option number one. Was it actually an AK-47 <laughs> specifically? Or? No. Oh, okay. Fortify and defend our museums by violent means if necessary. This is going to be like a kid leans over the velvet rope and just gets like kicked in the face or something, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to be great. At least. Because when the government says if it's necessary, they say we will adopt this policy. Yep. And it's 100% constantly <laughs> necessary. Dr. Maurice Sayers, a self-proclaimed defender of the faith, cl- slams his religion's holy scrolls down on my desk, smashing my collection of rare ammonites. These devout believers were doing the work of the divine. These demon lizards are fakes from the depths of damnation. They are fabrications to promote the ungodly theory that I call evil Ocean. Damn it, Dr. Sayers. Okay. 
puns. It's not the way to get to me. Not understand that they're not welcome in Zane Australia yet. It's been a year. We should shut down these houses oh, of God. lies that I call themselves museums, and instead create temples that teach only holy truth. Six Emperor Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> I've never been in a church that is the size of a museum. That terrifies me. It's yeah. a big fucking church. Uh, I'm also been in some pretty big churches. I, well, I haven't. I've been in some yet. pretty small museums. Ooh. That's that's also true. I mean, in museums that are just kind of like really small house size. <laughs> no, yeah. So there's a museum in um, up the road from where I live. It's like a steam museum, and it's I say steam museum. It's a bunch of old farming equipment, and that's it. Oh, the best kind. So obviously, this guy is not winning. Now you his sure? his point is what I believe conflicts with truth and 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 knowledge, and so. you should. Destroy any evidence that you I'm should wrong. ban the truth and knowledge, and trust me because I'm really convinced that this is the yes. right way. Yeah, delusional is another word. Yeah. For that. <laughs> um, mathematician Rick Rodriguez, wearing a hashtag not all priests T-shirt, has the decency to look embarrassed by the previous speaker. I'm thinking the underlying problem here is that followers of science and religion have always are always taught to be adversarial to each other. Couldn't we address that instead with a government-sponsored faith academies, uh, reconciling the scientific method with theological debate? Many of the greatest advancements were historically made by faith-led nations. Uh, shall we see if we can join them? That is wrong for two reasons. First, it's promoting a government school which is mm. rubbish mm-hmm. in the first place. Governments in don't do any... No, governments are not good at schooling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second, it's seeking legitimacy for the things that line up. Yes. And, and, and saying since they line up, uh, part of the religion must then be true, which is completely false. Yes. It's, it's kind of like a, a news service when there's a report <laughs> of uh, a UFO getting a panel of, say, three, um, a meteorologist, uh, a a commercial pilot and some sort of astronomer, and then a panel of three (laughs) people who have been abducted uh, and saying that that is a fair debate. (laughs) Uh, I think if we just leave everything as it is, this debate will happen. We don't need to... Sponsor it, said Marinko. I mean, they were going for a compromise. I, I can at least appreciate that. But the compromise is between science doing what science wants to do and faith doing what faith wants to do and faith jumping in and destroying science. Yeah, yeah. But they're a lot nicer than option two. <laughs> yes. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> option number four, I feel, is going to be the said American option. Oh, I really hope it's fuck off or don't <laughs> fuck off, whatever you want. This raises an interesting point, muses patriotic soldier Victoria Hoskins. I hear these dinosaurs were gigantic killer monsters that ate flesh and struck fear into all that opposed them. Forget the bones of the past. You should be resurrecting these beasts to attack the enemies of Zanestralia. Imagine a pack of hungry velociraptors tearing apart your terrified foes. 
I would have already picked this one. <laughs> this would already be done. We would have uh, we would have dinosaur soldiers and no actual soldiers apparently. Like my military would just be dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Imagine having to promote a little T Rex baby. Imagine. <laughs> well, we don't have to imagine in America. It'd be a thing. <laughs> well, unfortunately, South America doesn't have this option. Say Australia does, and unfortunately, it's the only good option there. Other than militarizing the museums, no, you're forgetting the, the option the to dismiss because this this action should not warrant any policy change in Zane Australia. These people should be charged and tried mm. for you know destruction of public property or private whatever whatever the charge is. It should not warrant any kind of policy change. They committed some sort of. A, 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 atrocity a, a destruction of property and that's it that's it's don't ideologicalize this i i Look, i agree so america let's just break this down to what it really is the problem is people have <laughs> don't have dinosaurs as pets yep, and yeah. need, no, people have vandalized a place of education and the aim here is to preserve this knowledge the realistic option is number one because you are not you are keeping all the information safe. You are preserving it, and you are still allowing people to view it. Mm. Option four <laughs> doesn't protect the. The whole point here is to protect what's inside the museum. Option four doesn't do that. Well, it it does by making the the education or the information more commonplace. No. Like it's very hard to kill. It's it's harder to kill a live dinosaur than destroy a fossil of a dinosaur. Ah, we can breed the dinosaurs' natural predators as well, and thus we have a counter a counterbalance. I'm glad you agree. I'm I'm <laughs> making dinosaurs, guys. It was just the option was how to keep the museum safe. That was yeah. the question. The museums are safe. Not, this was this was one one the crazy wasn't night. to domesticate dinosaurs for personal use. It was to militarize them. Yep, which does nothing for the science community. It does a lot for your military. Uh, nation states begs to differ because <laughs> scientific advancement has actually gone up ten point five percent. Okay, what's your military all go the cloning up? technology? Uh, twenty nine point three percent. There you go. But from for me, that'd be a two hundred ninety percent increase from my zero to anything. <laughs> so, well, no, no, no. My defense forces were already. Bordering on zero, mm. so twenty nine point. Oh no, mine's negative. I owe people yeah. tanks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other thing that has changed is pacifism, which is down zero point three five percent. So, quadrilogy of science. We now have dinosaurs. <laughs> well, on science, I had a very similar issue. In fact, the exact same issue that uh, Zane had a few weeks ago which was um, whether or not to upload your consciousness to the cloud, oh, yeah, yeah. essentially, and, 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 and what Zane chose. Zane went with yes from memory? With it, to fund it, um, to fund the research, oh, even that's... though they were, may have been victims. <clears throat> I mean, uh, <laughs> test, uh, subjects. test subjects. Yep. <laughs> um, Andropolia instead elected to um, repeal any laws that hindered that, but offer no funding whatsoever. The results were quite surprising. Um, it had an immediate positive effect on the basket weaving industry, Well, of all things. Yep. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The basket <laughs> weavers need some help. <laughs> well, apparently they're doing quite fine. <laughs> <laughs> they had a huge influx. The basket weaving industry is up 56%. Niceness had a 28% increase and manufacturing in general had an 18% 
increase. Surprisingly, um, in the negatives, scientific advancement decreased by 18%, hmm. which you would have thought this yeah. would allow an influx of um, uh, of research and, and other things, but no, there was a, a decrease. And infotech as, as an industry had a decrease of 28%. That's, that's it was a, it surprising. Was very surprising. Yeah. I, I cannot believe it. It's almost like I picked the wrong option, but I double checked it. And yeah, because and, uh, that's also because like removing regulation, you would think that people would kind of take advantage of it that. Would just open it up. That's exactly right. right. So, uh, not a science issue for Andropolia. We are instead dealing with unionization this week. Your favorite suits in protest. That's exactly right. And there is. Very attractive option. Let me, let me let me spoil that for you. Oh no! Does it involve heavy weapons? <laughs> not quite. That's not the Andropolian way. Not in the open, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Thousands of businessmen and women have taken to the streets in protest of their working conditions and pay. It's not fair that we can't have a union, says Fatima Coulson, VP of Sales at Slothcorp. Just because we make six figures doesn't mean we don't deserve overtime too. It's high time that the lower classes came to appreciate our hard efforts. So very much unionization for the wealthy. Okay. Yeah. Weird, <laughs> what do right? they hope but to gain? I have no idea. But that's kind of the deal. If you're on a salary, if you're on a high figure like that, yeah. if, you, if you're in uh, a creative industry, or you, you're not working for, uh, for for wages, that's the deal. You yeah. Sometimes you have to work overtime and yeah, that's just the way things are. You don't get comp- you, you You've already yeah. been compensated for it. Kim Kidman, Secretary of Commerce, recommends you ignore these commies. Free enterprise means not having to succumb to unions, and the world has enough unions already. Kim Kidman, I could not agree more. Of, of course. Concise, to the point, everything the response needs to be. However, we do, <laughs> we do, However. We, we do have three more which I will entertain. <laughs> Renee Ripley, Secretary of Labor, advises you to adjust laws to allow white-collar unions. It only makes sense that all of the workers in our nation have an equal opportunity to benefit from the advantages of collective bargaining, which I will argue they can do voluntarily. You yeah. don't need laws in order to institute that. Yeah, I agree. And in fact, regulating it, kind of restricts the way you can do it in the first place. If it's voluntary, it's free to move in any direction it needs to. Get these people out of the street, advises Zeke Zhu, local police chief. They're blocking traffic and making it impossible for the common man to get to the mega mall. Mm. Now, Andropolia has still a significant crime problem. Mm. One of the reasons for it is that the police forces are underfunded or not funded to to the extent they they should be. This not only is a resp- not an ideal response to the unions, but it will fund the police and hopefully address some of the crime issue. Mm. I am tempted. How I am tempted are you? Flirting with exercising this option. Because it also uh, doesn't um, doesn't address the unions, yeah, your name yes, necessarily. Yeah. It just responds to the protests, and we're clearing the protests out. Whereas the and true the- Antipolian <laughs> answer just says, "No, thank you. Stop asking me these questions." Well, the <laughs> no, no, no. It's 
The Andropolian way is... No, I mean option number two. Oh, 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 yeah. oh of, of course, yes, 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 of course. But the Andropolian way is as much non-interference as possible. Yeah. But if somebody is being interfered with, that's when you have to step in and interfere in a non-interfering way. I mean, that's kind of what protests are, though, like interfering until someone takes notice of you. Yeah, and it's a and it's a it's throwing a, a tantrum. <laughs> it's no, it's 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 no different than throwing a tantrum. I'm not getting my way, so I'm going to yell and scream and make a whole heap of noise and stop you from doing anything you want to do until I get what I want. Yeah. That's You're right. That is how government should run. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, number four. Right Reverend Commodus Fellow proclaims the downtrodden are suffering at the hands of the man. And these wealthy upper shelf vice presidents are asking to make the rich richer and the poor poorer. The only reason the common worker needs a union is to be able to fight against the oppression of these slave drivers. It's ludicrous that these greedy Scrooges are asking for even more money. Send them packing and raise taxes on the wealthy to bring more equality to our nation. Hmm. So I would have gone that one just for <laughs> the record, but um, I'm not surprised, and that's why Submerica is in the tank. No, we have a good, moment. we have a great economy. You have a great economy. Yeah, you lost it when you when you let the the Wesseltonians invade the Dog Isles with Nobody no response, the dog and you have not reclaimed it. That was a huge hit to your economy. No, it wasn't. There's like three houses on that place. Seb, you are not. <laughs> three you are not the protector that the Submericans need. I'm not their protector. Or want. I'm not their protector. Fortunately, you're I'm, one of two hundred. I'm 200, just that guy <laughs> that lives in a hole under the capital city. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm just your regular government Same. mold person. Oh, you're, everyone all right? No. You going all right today? Well, is everyone having a good time with each other? If not, tell me and I'll uh, I'll work it out between you both in a fair manner. <laughs> it's a great place. <laughs> so option option one, it doesn't explicitly say it's going to unravel unions altogether. It kind of has that language, but it doesn't explicitly say that. Mm. Whereas option three to get the call the call the police in. Also, doesn't explicitly increase the budget for the police, but I think it will. It will have that effect. Um, while number one is what I want, number three, getting the police in, yeah. and trying to address the crime, is what Andropolia needs right now. That is what I'm going to exercise. Mm, even good luck, Andropolia. So, is, is it this, calling in the police for every rally that's formed, or specifically this? I rally? don't know. I mean, authoritarianism is going to get a punch out of out of this, no doubt. So let's see just how bad it is. Protests are prohibited from blocking traffic. Oh, ah, well, you see, just on the road. Okay. Yeah, exactly right. That's very good. That's very positive. And Andropolia is under politi- pain of death. It doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> Andropolia's political freedoms have fallen from average to below average. Yeah, well, that, that was obviously going to happen. The Andropolian Sentinel reports salespeople resort, r- report rising demand for long black cars with tinted windows. <laughs> Aristocrats welcome rising income inequality. Newspapers <laughs> shed staff and new government building to house 500 staff. What? Government building, five hundred staff. <laughs> you had four people. 
I know, I know. This is this is a, a Those dark cops, right? A dark day. I'm 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 not sure what kind of rioters were on that bill, but somebody did not read the fine print. Uh, law enforcement has thankfully had um, a boost out of this at fourteen percent. All right, uh, an increase. Oh, well, that's something that you do. You do get your thing. Corruption has increased twelve percent. No, uh, yep. Wealth yep. gaps have increased ten, and retail is up eight percent. In a in a positive light, I'm not sure what happened there. People can get to the shops because the roads aren't yeah. blocked. <laughs> Actually, that was how the phrasing wasn't it? You said people can't go to the yeah. shops. Yeah, people can't go to the shops. Consumerism exactly is yeah. not obstructed. No, these people run businesses. How dare you? Uh, government size and authoritarianism not up as much as I expected. Both up at three percent. All right, cool. As far as the negative. Um, trends are concerned. It's pretty innocuous, really. Uh, political freedoms are down four percent, um, enough to to tip the balance through the through the rating, but in itself not a huge change. Mm-hmm. And income equality is down ten percent, right. in line with the wealth caps. Um, so I think that's a well. Look, it's not it's not positive, but I think that will lead to good things. You achieved Andrew- your goal. Crime. At the expense of some other pretty important things. Well, yeah, but crime needs to be addressed. That's a big issue. Yeah. People need to be safe before they can be anything else. They need to be safe before they can. I really want you to finish that sentence. Well, before they can work, before they can Okay. And love, retail before they go can, up. Yeah, 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 of yeah. course. All right, said America. Show us how it's done. Mine has a very uh, <laughs> cryptic title this week. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure what they're getting out. Uh, welfare programs not faring well. So, you know. Oh, no. Who knows? Just get rid of them. No. <laughs> then, they won't be a, then they won't be a problem. Uh, the issue. A recent lull in legislation has sparked the fires of some bored politicians. After reviewing the backlog of constituent complaints, they've come to your desk demanding welfare reform. The process ought to be made easier, says Inga Matthews picking the grime out of her dirty fingernails. It's so difficult convincing welfare administrations that I'm actually poor, help uh, a poor, helpless vagrant on the brink of homelessness. When you finally do, you get tangled up in all the red tape and you're lucky to see a dime. The government should just trust my word and fork over the big dollars I need to survive. Now, big dollars is the name of your currency, yes. not her saying, I need all of the yes. money. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yes, we are famous for the American big dollar, which I'm so happy with the name of. When people talk about the poor, how condescending is it when they describe them as helpless? It's not great, but also it, it, person to person, it can matter. Like a per- I, I'm not going to say every poor person is helpless, but I believe some would be helpless. It just depends. But it is, I, I believe it's always a relative term, not just kind of like you are helpless in the sense that you can't help yourself. It is that the poor, because of their lack of resources, have fewer options than someone, say, even on uh, minimum income. So they They have that income so they can choose. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's where they spend it. If, if they have no source of income, no home, no resources other than their own mind and if, if they're mentally ill and homeless, then they have fewer options. And I think that's what, and then you kind of that, other people get lumped into that helpless label mm. on top of the truly helpless, well, but it is a little condescending. Yes. Yeah. Men- mentally ill people are not fully functioning. Yes. By definition. And they, therefore, you know, should be, should be treated differently, should be addressed yeah. differently than everybody else. But- Poverty is not something that is inherent. It doesn't just happen. It's very momentary. Yeah. But once someone falls into it, say someone you know, loses all their thing and they're stuck in a situation, how hard would it be for them to then get a job it's to get harder, out of the hole? Though? It's much harder for them to get out when they're on welfare. Welfare programs mm-hmm. keep poor people poor. We'll talk about that. <laughs> now, for the record, I'm all for loosening up the restrictions yeah. on the welfare system, but I'm also not for... You know, you line up and we just hand you a sack of money without questions. Like right. there's, oh, it's this literal, literal issue we're dealing with in Australia at the moment. Ah, uh, the universal basic income. No, the the, uh, the difference between money, actual like money given to you to get groceries, or a set box of groceries that oh, you get. I, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, okay. So op- there are five options in total. So option two. The current system is not very efficient, I'll admit, says Maria Levi, a local welfare administrator and esteemed bureaucrat. But we can't trust these bums to manage their welfare aid. How are we supposed to help them help themselves if they waste their benefits on things like trashy clothes and cheap alcohol? We need more authority over how the aid is spent. It's the only way we can be assured that it's used responsibly. Yeah. So her tone right aside, <laughs> we, we it's like we need to say what brand of flour they can buy and exactly how many bottles of beer they can consume in one week. Yep. But they are still keeping them fed and alive, which yeah. is good. Like, <laughs> uh, but yep. the option, yeah, option three. Why is it good that they're fed and alive? And unproductive. Because they're alive. Why is that a good thing? Because that's a very important thing to America, <laughs> keep people alive. <laughs> it's, just, it's pretty important to us po- here. Population is important to you. Just, people, just people, population. Not so much the dogs. <laughs> uh, option three. It's <laughs> right over that one. <laughs> Get the freeloaders off the government teat, shouts conservative activist here, here. Shigeru Shumo. The free market system. Oh, here you are, Andrew. The free market system says that those who work hard will succeed. If these so-called needy people would roll up their sleeves, lift a finger, and earn an honest living, we wouldn't be bankrupting our country helplessly on them. The only sensible solution is to abolish all welfare programs and let the natural capitalist process take place. Yes. All right, villain from every Wall Street movie I've ever no. seen. No. <laughs> <laughs> The reason the reason welfare keeps poor people poor is that it corrupts and perverts the incentives they have to get out. Mm. It, typically, um, welfare programs are, are structured in such a way that your benefits are kind of cut in as you start 
making money. So you can, if the, if, if, if those numbers aren't matched up very well, you quite often find the situation where somebody who does want to work, does go out to work, is actually worse off because of the, the reduction in benefits they get from whatever welfare Without package. saying any names or indicting anyone, I actually know someone who currently has a part-time job, uh, which is four days a week, I think is just under, uh, just over 30 hours. Um, and if they don't work at all, they earn more money. Yeah. Like, and they're not yeah. being paid minimum wage. They're being paid above. But if they work not at all, the Australian government will pay them more yeah. money than they are currently earning. Are they a student at a reference? No. Okay, because I know they'd be paid a little bit more to students here. Yeah. The big, the, the big conflict comes from not, not matching up those numbers exactly. The free market moves a lot quicker than the government ever can because the government just doesn't have the incentives to, to respond in, in, in the same way. When you l- take away regulations, when you let people do what they need to do, they have all the incentives to improve their lot. And if they still then choose to give up uh, and not do anything to, to help their own case, they kind of deserve it, don't you think? People that work hard deserve everything they get. Pe- yeah, will, yes. you, you get what you earn. Absolutely agree with you. Option four. <laughs> well, I, before we go into option four, I, I do want to get Andy's ideas on the universal basic income because that is kind of like flat government involvement, no strings attached. So it is. It is. I feel that that's a compromise between free market and government involvement. No, it's absolutely not. It's 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 welfare without any of the bureaucracy. Yeah. All you're doing is cutting out the people who decide how much you should have and what deductions and whatever else are, are appropriate. Exactly. And just so, saying, here you go. Yes. We'll take it from other people and we'll give it to you for absolutely no reason other than you're alive and you didn't make as much as they did. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> so that, but that does address every issue that you just brought up. Your with, with- income is yeah. a function of... Many things. It's first of all your productivity. Yes. Second of all your knowledge. Yeah. One might also interpret that as your willingness to learn, because if you're if you're keen to learn, yeah, you'll improve your skills, you'll improve your knowledge, and your income should increase over time. So if you have a low income or no income, yes, yeah. you are probably not very productive, not very knowledgeable, not very skilled. And if you don't have any kind of inkling to improve any of those things, why should you be supported? So I, I think what you're saying about the human state is incorrect. I mean, you work to support yourself. Yeah. But if money was no longer an option for you, would you work? What do you mean? If, if money- there's no longer a problem. Like you, you, you had. I wasn't reliant on the income. You're, from you're not any reliant job. on your on your day to day job. You yeah. win the lottery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, no. Let's say you get a scratch it, and you will get twenty five hundred dollars a week for the rest of your life. Sure. Will you still work? Absolutely. That's kind of. I think that that's the idea of the universal basic income. If people no longer have to worry about. Mi- earning the minimum 
and that anything that they earn will be on top of this base level, existence level money. Because So the thing that they've tried out in Finland, it is really like poverty level. Um, and now I, I can see you, I can see you <laughs> winding up to, to yell at me. Um, but if you, if you take care of that base level of existence, people still have that urge to do something, to be active, to create uh, or to be or to, yeah, to serve a function. It's not, there is a very small um, percentile of the, of the world population that if their base needs are taken care of, they will just sit on a couch watching TV all day. Um, I think you will definitely have in the future as automation becomes a greater thing and full-time jobs become less of a thing and it's it's more kind of part-time or casual work that like you work when you're needed to work. Mm-hmm. This is something that's going to come into play because people's earning capacity as individuals or as functionaries that in jobs that they are currently on now. So say say there is invented a machine that can do the job of a barista in half the time and with a thousand times more accuracy, like then that is that is a huge sector of the market that just is gone now. Uh, well, it's not gone. It's been improved. Well, that's and that's what I mean. So as, as we move forward into a more automated work market, you're going to have less and less demand for actual human supervisor, uh, <clears throat> supervision. <laughs> supervision is the word I was after. And, and so having a base level of existence guaranteed frees people up to either find a new niche or create a new niche for themselves. The problem arises when or I would I would continue working because being productive is something that's important to me. Mm. I hate not doing something. It may be completely useless as far as uh, as far oh, as absolutely. everybody else is concerned but I like to do stuff. Everyone makes jokes about podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> if I can do something that you know is 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 a, is a product of of, of labor, I'm yeah. happy even if yeah. nobody else appreciates it. That's that's an, enough for me. When you take away the focus from productivity and put it on income, you miss a very crucial part. It's that people aren't fed, aren't clothed because they have the money to buy it. It's because somebody grew some 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 food or sewed some clothes. Mm-hmm. These things have to come about. If you don't have the incentives to be a part of that effort, then everybody can have all the money they like. If nobody's growing corn, everybody goes hungry. They're rich and okay. they go hungry. But also... My father, after he retired, continued to farm. Good. Just for fun. Good. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, it's not like there there does not, if there is no financial reason for people to do things, that these things won't be done. If there is a financial benefit that exists above and beyond their base survival, it will still happen. There is always a financial benefit if you're productive and you yeah. have something that you can you can sell a service or a or a good. Whether or not you charge for it is 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 yeah. is, is up to you. But you you are 
you are producing something that has some sort of value. Yeah. And, I, and I guess why I have such a problem with the Australian, the current Australian system of Centrelink and the just giant bureaucratic mess that it is at the moment. Yeah. And I think the universal basic income is a much more attractive, uh, attractive idea to me just because it is simplistic. It is a lot more expensive. I will say that. Um, but also having having experienced the the sort of just the environment that <laughs> Centrelink is like it's it, not it's not comfortable. Yeah, it doesn't encourage people to work. No, no, at, at, at all. So I think universal I will, basic income does not not does not discourage work. I will concede that the UBI is a great alternative to you know the current that. welfare welfare a, a, a bureaucratic welfare system uh but i will also say that it's a bad option it is still a bad option yeah i i don't think it's a perfect option um but oh, it just it does not <laughs> it it pales in comparison to the to the incentives gained from a completely free market of people just being required to earn what they want Except for those underprivileged, like those that truly helpless class. What What are you talking about? Who is helpless? Okay the 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 person with cerebral palsy. Right. What What that if can't speak, can't type, constrained to a wheelchair. Does he not have family? No, family died in the in a car crash. Family died in a car, and there yeah. is nobody willing to take him under his wing and 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 help if, him. If there are, he can't communicate with them. Yeah. They, no one knows of him because there is no government support system that, that can say, hey, this person's in trouble. Is anyone around willing to take care of him? So only through the government do do we find compassion? Well, you banned charities, so yes. I banned organised <laughs> charities. I didn't ban you know, being what, charitable. What I'm saying is, is that people have nothing, who have nothing, and have very little ability to seek out help the government is the last resort, that that one final safety net before they just die in their apartment alone. Yeah, but you would you would create the regulations, the 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 bureaucracies, every all all, all the policies, you would create those out of compassion, right? If you didn't have the compassion, yes. then then you wouldn't have any of that. You don't need the government to foster any sort of compassion. That exists beyond it, outside of it. Absent a government, you don't you don't yes, have you don't the, have compassionless society. But the, but the you know, framework societies. for provision does not. No, that's exactly right. It's even better because it's completely flexible. To the point of not existing in some cases. No, it will it will rise up wherever it's wherever it's needed, wherever it happens, wherever somebody compassionate with the means, with the resources, mm. or at, at least the, the the means to to find them. You know, it will spring up spontaneously out of that. Help that person because that's what compassion does. It compels people to be very altruistic. If they know that there's a problem. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing. There, there is a- so, Sorry, again, I'm, I'm saying whatever system the government or some bureaucrat would use to identify yeah. this person, you can also do without a government. But not without organised charity. Why not? Okay, so I think where, we're getting where a is the, where is this person? <laughs> where, where is, is this person, person that is that you're saying is completely helpless? Okay, one floor up. 
There's right. a person sitting in there who and, and his carer has had a heart attack lying on the floor. He can't get out of his apartment. Okay. He can't he okay, yeah. That's that's awful. Yep. That really is awful. Okay. Yeah. So in in one week or in or sometime this week, yeah. there's going to be someone who's not going to be checked in with right. and they're going to check in on him. So how would a government program in that situation help where the free market could not? Because they send someone out to check on him. Like that's, After that's, a week? Yeah. He'll be dead, dead of thirst. Well, you know, he can't get out of the apartment. I'm, I'm talking my apartment has some stairs right. that you need help. I, in my heaven, he would need help to get okay, up. Okay, so uh, for this situation, for your argument, the, the carer needs to be this guy's only contact, right? He's come in, he's had a heart attack. And then this carer, who's who's coming looking for him? Does he have no contacts well, and no friends? That's, and that's, no, that's, that's, that's my that's Nobody my notices a smell. You know, the landlord doesn't come knocking just as a Again, as a courtesy. Days. He has no friends. He's 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 not made made friends or have found anybody else caring in the building at all. But that that's my that's my question, Andrew. Is is if no one, no one connected to these people is interested in helping them. If that is the case, there is government services that will help regardless of if you're a, a nice person or pleasant to be around. I think that's an absurd premise. Oh, okay. Seb? Option four. <laughs> <laughs> he ha- well, let me just refresh option three because okay. option four <laughs> refers to it. Um, option three was destroy welfare. Um, option four. He has a point, says politi- uh, popular political pundit Angus Atwood. There are a lot of people in the system and some of them don't need to be there. The government should be finding these people jobs so that our welfare system can survive and meet the needs of the truly impoverished. Of course, we're going to have to spend a few big dollars to achieve this goal, but that's well, what's a little tax hike if it means saving our dying welfare program and people who depend on them? So far, they're winning the reasonable campaign. <laughs> it's get those that can work to work to make sure those ones that can't work have a system that is there and working. For I, but them. I feel like they're saying let's spend some money to save some money. Yeah, that's fine. I don't mind. I'm I'm more than happy to spend money to fix this problem. Yeah, I'm not against that. Zane Australia is this also, but his argument is very circular. Yep. <laughs> and finally, capitalism is the very reason why we need welfare in the first place. <laughs> what is this person's name? <laughs> Lee, Le- oh God, I always find a word I can't Leave do. Schreiber. Nope, it's not even a name. I think it's a title. Andrew, <laughs> second, second, beginning of second sentence. Please help me out here. I have no idea what I'm looking at. It is, sorry, where am I looking? Second sentence. Political ab- activist Emma Gillian? No, no, the, the, the very first word of the second sentence. Oh, uh, laissez-faire policies What's, would only make the problem worse. Laissez-faire, what is that? Oh, laissez-faire. laissez-faire. It's a, sort of a, a free hand, um, a hand, a government hands-off kind of policy. Mm, wonderful. Okay, so laissez-faire policies, is that right? Yeah. Would only it's, make it's the, French. Without okay. a care. Okay, would only make the problem worse, argues political activist Emma Gillian, Gillian, whatever you want to say. If the government took control of all businesses... It would ensure that all employees are paid the amount they need to live, no more, no less. Then the problem providing for the poor would simply disappear. 
Who so, decides that? I guess who me. decides what is enough? I guess I. And how often are they reviewing it? Me every other and time. And what 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 comes into their decision making? <laughs> how are they elected? Are they elected? Are they breakfast? appointed? <laughs> These are big questions, Seb. Yeah. Oh, I'm not no. doing this option. <laughs> like, but it would be me in all these roles. It would come down to how much breakfast I had in the morning and how happy I am at the time I'm doing it. No. How um, do you evaluate that? <laughs> how do you measure that? The set metric is my mood. Okay. So let's look at the four options that aren't that final one. Uh, handing over money, no questions asked. I'm probably not going to do that one. That's it's it's a little bit too loose. Like I'm happy for there to be a nice welfare system, but that's way that's uh, no. way too loose. It's America's just all about letting everyone do whatever they want. Yeah, and some people just want to get some money. Do you not and then trust live their your lives. own populace? I do trust them. Big mistake. <laughs> um, well, you're trusting your populace. No, I'm saying you're on your own. <laughs> option two was uh, pretty much we choose what they get as benefits. So like Zane said, we, we they send them the box of meals. Like that. that's your food for the week. You're good, you know. It doesn't say explicitly food, but it, it says yeah. that we, ma- we manage how their funds are spent, um, which is also... It's kind not of a like, terrible option. It's kind of like food stamps in the US. Yeah, like not, food stamps can be spent at, at a few specific places on a few specific things, but you do still have that kind of freedom of consumerism. You get to choose. And yeah. as we all know, there is absolutely zero corruption concerned with food stamps. It's a perfect zero. system that has no problems whatsoever. Exactly. <laughs> um, three was, well, I, I'm talking about it. I'm not going to go with three. It was destroy all welfare. I'm, I'm just not doing that. You should though. Nah, nah, and we'll wait till we'll wait we'll wait we'll wait till Andrew Polly doesn't see how it works out. <laughs> and for which is the one I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with was the the good one that it was like, let's reassess who's on the system, get those working that can work to make sure the system's not overcrowded, so people that need to be there can be yeah, there. So it's that a seems very reasonable. System. Yep. So which I'm, sounds very logical. It does. I'm going with that one. Sounds logical, yeah. but it's not. I would love to go the first one because I just know <laughs> my um, my stats will go up in the right spot. So I'll, I'll get like re-ranked and stuff, but not in a good way. I don't think you will. I think the first one would really just kind of not Nerf be a my huge economy. change for Seb America. I think this one with the government taking a bit more of an active active role in distribution might change you a bit differently than what you expect. The talking point, the government is using tax revenues to provide jobs for the poor. Uh, government, a true role model, parents say. Wage rises <laughs> put a spring in step. What do they know? <laughs> uh, tourism industry constantly is bracing for influx. We don't, I don't know when they're getting here, but like, <laughs> we're getting ready. Uh, street cleaners, less dangerous. Ah. Nice. Uh, so the well, machines or the people? It doesn't say. There's tiny text. I don't think it's relevant. All right. Uh, welfare went up 11%. Tourism went up 6%. There's my tourism. Uh, taxation went up 3%. Government size went up one3 And authoritarianism went up 075 So I guess because they're being, well, the government's actively taking a step in. There's not too bad. Like, that's nothing. As for the big downs, crime went down 11%. Black market went down 10%. Gambling went down 7%. And then the other one is charmlessness that went down 4.5% and then they all just patter off like that. Mm. Overall, crime went down, black market and gambling went down. Is gambling bad? 
I don't care. I mean, they're not wasting them. But the thing is, they're being given money, but they're not wasting it. So I guess that's good. Yet. People are yet. Uh, but the only real downside is taxation went up three point three. But even that's I don't really fucking care. Like deal with it. Everyone's getting. Everyone benefits from all yeah, the things my government's doing. <laughs> well, yeah, my government, apart from the people at the top that, well, that are being stolen from, we have free Medicare. <laughs> For all citizens in this country. No, it's not free. It is for me. It's not for free. Me personally, I don't pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone reaps the benefits in this country. No. They do also, no. also not I, the people that are having their, what, their, what, their income what, ripped from their hands. What, what, said, no. what, said America, what said America means is exactly what Zane Australia means when you say that the rich are being stolen from is like if they don't want to live in this country anymore, have I will buy their plane ticket elsewhere and they can choose to leave at any point. I'm not holding them hostage. They can choose to live in the society that gives to the Good. poor or they can leave. Andropolia welcomes like your, your wealthy immigrants. And we will take your poor immigrants, <laughs> educate them and, and make sure that they fit into society. Like a pack of zebras. Sub America moves at the pace of its slowest <laughs> member, but everyone is included and safe. Okay, we've we've had a very long episode to welcome you all back to us recording and and being live on the air again. Yeah, apparently we had a I had a lot to get off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> so as always, I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards the future. I've been your people's champion, your one in 200, your man on the street, the man that will not die, Sebastian of the United States of South America. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Is that punchy enough? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. Yeah, good, good, good. Good. yeah, some passion, finally. Right, thank you. <laughs> and I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen. Hey, James and Riley. How you going? Oh, I'm very well. Thank you, Curtis. What's Thank- up? Oh, mate, I'm just, we're doing a promo now, right now for our new podcast. Well, what's it called? It's called Unfeatured Articles. What do we do? What do we do? Thank you for asking, Riley. We look up every week the weirdest that Wikipedia has to offer. We dive into the comedic trenches of that website and find pure gold, baby. Pure sexy gold. And we put it all on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcast. So please find us on Facebook, etc. Unfeatured articles. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.